Dream Team Fantasy is a Thunder Media Live production. For more shows on the Thunder Media Live network, check out thundermedialive.com. To another episode of Dream Team Fantasy, I'm Nick Morrow, alongside Tyler Syracuse. Well, not really alongside. He's in the car driving tonight. He got a dinner. What's going on, bud? Yeah, just driving to this family dinner. Uh, I got like a 35 minute drive headed out to the east side, but looking forward to it. It's Where a Jewish holiday for uh, my uh, fiance's side of the family. Where are you going? Uh, just one of the relatives' houses. I think it's their mom's house. Oh, nice. All right, yeah. So. We're still dedicated, so we still do the show, even on the road. Um, we'll get right to it. Uh, headlines going on. Ramsey and Diggs are both unhappy with their teams. Um, I'm not going to be playing Diggs at all this uh, week when we get to that. Gruden fired from Washington. Uh, looks like Keenum's probably going to be the starter, they said, this week. Barkley and Ingram are both out for the Giants tomorrow, so make sure they're out of your lineup. Uh, Darnold is back at QB for the Jets. So I think that's huge for Bell. I actually like Love Bell this week. And the Chargers lose their center out for the season. Um, that's going to hurt them. I think that's going to hurt Melvin Gordon and Eckler and probably Rivers too because uh, he's not very much of a scrambling quarterback. Um, any other headlines you could think of that I missed? Yeah, and I think we should recap the week five too, just to go over quickly like our DFS lineups. Yeah. Um, so my cash games are good on both sides. It was a crazy week for tournaments just because there's so so many high scoring players. I had exposure to Will Fuller, Michael Thomas, Aaron Jones, but I didn't have Amari uh, Cooper, so it was kind of tough to win without him. And uh, it was like the highest scoring week I can remember, just with all the. I think there's four 50 point players on draft teams, so you yep. pretty much needed all of them in the same lineup to win, to win big. Yeah, and it was then, it uh, was Eagles crazy. Defense too. Eagles defense had two touchdowns and ten sacks. I think it was. So they had 35 points on Kandoval, which is the highest scoring defense of the year. I think uh, behind New England. Yeah, I think the defense has become. Uh... A priority you know if it's not new england putting up 30 points it's philly last week putting up 30 on FanDuel, and that's a huge swing when you're playing you know i think the patriots only got like 15 so i mean it's double the points less salary um the defense has been every winning lineup you know obviously has had that highest scoring defense but i mean these defenses new england philly baltimore you know when they go off they're putting up that 30 35 and you just got to have them in your lineup and we got to recap our teaser because our teaser was looking really good until the Sunday night game where Kansas City blew it. Uh, Watkins went down in the first quarter. Mahomes got banged up. Chris Jones got hurt. Their other defensive lineman got hurt. So, so that one sucks. Uh, Indy just ran it right down their throat. So so that was a shame. But yeah, I mean, we, we hit we hit three. Yeah, we hit three of the four bats we liked there. Um, it was unfortunate that KC just laid an egg that night. Uh, Indy came in with a game plan, and they 
they they ran the game plan right down their throat and Mahomes just looks he looks injured from week one he just looks uncomfortable he doesn't look his normal you know electric self he made that touchdown pass in the first half that was insane but other than that he really didn't do much um and he's just you know Kelsey's not really having a season Watkins can never stay healthy they're missing Tyreek so they just haven't been as explosive as they can be and I think in a couple weeks once maybe hopefully Mahomes can stay on his feet get a little healthier Tyreek comes back this week and they can get back to that uh dominant self that they are thoughts yeah, on I, I think they'll get there i think i think tyreek's gonna play this week i'm not sure on sammy Watkins dealing with a hamstring injury Mahomes already practiced today so he should be good uh defense can be a lot worse without chris jones but yeah once they get healthy they'll be they'll be rocking and rolling and uh they just gotta get healthy for the playoffs and, and i think they're the best team in football yeah agreed um so a couple more thoughts from week five the four, the 49ers defensive front is really good. Um, I mean, really good. And they showed that against the Browns, completely swallowed them up. I mean, the Browns offensive line is garbage, but um, I think the 49ers defensive front is definitely worth uh, keeping an eye on going forward for DFS and gambling, things like that. The offensive line, defensive line matchup. Uh, Patriots, still the best defense in the NFL. They, they have such an easy schedule the rest of the season. So if you have them in like fantasy – you don't even got to worry about playing, you know, streaming defense. Um, they're just they're just dominant every single week, and they play some shitty ass teams like the Dolphins and the Bills and things like that. And guess who they play this week? Yeah, the Giants with no Saquon Barkley, with no Ingram, <laughs> and it's going to be weather, twenty mile per hour winds. Yeah, I guess it's supposed to rain, so I wouldn't be surprised if they pitch a shutout and have three, four turnovers and five, six, six. Yeah, agreed. At home, no Shepard either for the Giants. So it's a B squad versus the New England Patriots. Um, Watson and Fuller finally get on the same page. Um, Kansas City banged up, like we had said. And the Bills have the easiest schedule. I was looking at it today. They're 4-1. Everyone's excited. They haven't really played anyone. The only team they played was New England. They lost. Played them tough, but Brady's never good at in Buffalo. But six of their last 11 games after the bye, they play a team with either one win or zero wins. So if they win those six games, they're going to be, they're going to have 10 wins. They're probably going to make the playoffs. But it's just, I was looking at the rest of their schedule and it's just, it's Miami twice. It's the Redskins. It's the Steelers. It's the Broncos. Just teams that are awful the rest of the way. So, Congratulations, Bills fans. You should probably make the playoffs this year. If you don't, then I don't know what happened. And coming off their bye week, they're playing their home against Miami. So yeah. they should be able to get another win there and, and be 5-1. and one. I think they're definitely on track to make the wild card this year. Yeah, they should definitely make the playoffs this year, for sure. Um, the rest of their schedule is just super easy. Um, yeah, we'll talk about our DFS picks Let's talk about our fans or our, our league, our DTF league. Um, wasn't a good week for me. I had an awful showing. Uh, I didn't have Devontae Adams and Lamar Jackson didn't really have his best game. I'm now two and three, dropped down to eighth place. Um, let's see here. I had, I went against um, Carson. And Philly defense, so that hurt. They got 38 points from Philly D. Um, 
Melvin Gordon, I played. He didn't do anything. Kelsey didn't do much. Gallman got hurt like the first play of the game. Um, I thought Geronimo Ellison would have a better game with Devontae being out. He didn't do much. It was all Aaron Jones that game. Um, and Lamar Jackson didn't do anything for me. Um, you ended up squeaking one out. Um, you're now four and one, sitting in second place. You had Russell Wilson leading the way. You actually had Sammy Watkins who got you a goose egg and you still pulled off the win. Um Hopkins. Yeah, I went eight and one in my matchups this week. The only league I lost in was my family league, in which case I had Adam Thielen on the bench, which cost me a win. So that was unfortunate, but my season long teams are doing really well. Uh, I, I've kept Austin Eckler on all of them, and I'm not sure what I want to do with that. I think he's probably a, a nice sell-high candidate because he still had 15 catches last week. But I think it's pretty obvious the Chargers want to use Gordon more, so I, I might look to trade Eckler on some of my, in some of my leagues. Yeah, I mean, they tried to use uh, use Gordon so much last week that they actually lost to the winless Broncos. I mean, they just they tried so hard to get him going, ended up losing the game. Yeah. Now they lost their center for the. Good, but he'll, he'll get in a rhythm. He didn't look great. But oh yeah, I mean he hasn't he played all play, season, so play. yeah. He, I mean he's a he's a he's an athlete. He'll get back to it. Um, but losing their center is huge. I think that's definitely going to hurt their value. And and I I agree with you with Eckler sell high right now and try and get something for him if you can. Um, all right, so let's go to the DFS week this week, week six, FanDuel. Um. I like this slate. I feel good about this slate. We haven't really agreed on a cash lineup the past couple of weeks. Tyler and I have been going back and forth, and we just have not come to an agreement on cash lineups. Um, it's been tough, but our GPP lineups have been decent. Um, cashed on the Monday night. Ended up winning, what, like 3500 on the Monday night slate? Yeah, the, the showdown slate. Yeah. FanDuel gave me a couple of free tickets into the – 444 monster and uh i had odell Beckham on both teams so even if he had an average game i probably would have won the 50k up top but he didn't do anything i had kittle and the captain on both teams i had Breed on both teams and then actually on one of the teams i had robbie gold meanest three kicks and if he made all three i would have tied for second place which is like 20k or something like that but which is crazy too because robbie gold is usually automatic yeah, I don't know if you watched. It was more, uh, it was more issues with the, the snapper and the holder, and then I think Bolt just straight up missed the first one. But then they had issues with the snap on the next two. Yeah, so it was a good, it was a good Monday. We had an okay Sunday. Um, we had already talked about the players you needed on that Sunday. Um, there was a ton of scoring, so um, we did okay on we Sunday. We hope you guys played Will Fuller because we, we recommended Will Fuller big time. I played him 96% of my lineups on DraftKings, and he just went nuts. And he actually got tackled at the one-yard line twice. <laughs> we did, yes, and we did recommend Fuller, and he absolutely <laughs> went off. And I have to admit that I did say play Eifert and forget about it. And unfortunately I didn't realize that the Bengals are just fucking retarded and don't throw to the tight end because he didn't have a target until like the second half. So they didn't even try to give him the ball. And when they did, he, I think he had five targets, three grabs. I mean, they just. Did first... you rewatch the game? So he was wide open in the end zone and um, Dalton threw it behind him. It was like a five yard touchdown yep. before the first half. But yep. and uh, So he kind of screwed up there. Yeah, so I gotta take I gotta take the blame for that one because the Bengals are just fucking idiots and didn't exploit the Arizona tight end 
defense that they suck at. So, but this week we got Hooper at tight end. So Arizona's gonna fuck or uh, Atlanta's gonna run right over them with Hooper. Uh, so let's start at quarterback though. We got Mahomes at the top, uh, Watson. Mahomes and Watson going against each other. So they're at the top. Lamar Jackson, Ryan, Russell Wilson, um, Kyler Murray. We got Wentz, Bridgewater. Um, and then down here, 6,900, Mr. Minshew himself. I'm liking some Gardner Minshew. I'm probably going to finally jump on board this week. Great matchup at home against New Orleans. He's only gotten better every single week. Uh, New Orleans is going to put up points. He's going to have to throw the ball. And at 6,900, I think that's a great value play. So who are your quarterbacks this week? For me, I'm tempted to just play Mahomes and Watson in every lineup. I just, I think, especially if Chris Jones doesn't play, and assuming Tyree Kill does play, I think it could definitely be back and forth. There's going to be a lot of big plays in that game. I know the over-under is already up to 54.5. So Vegas is expecting a ton of points. The only thing is they're the most expensive quarterbacks. So if I need to save, I'm probably going to go down to Kirk Cousins at 7,000. They're playing against the Vikings. I am interested in Stephon Diggs this week just because of the matchup and the squeaky wheel narrative. I think they're going to give him some targets this week, and he should be able to burn Russell Douglas or Orlando Skandrick. And then Thielen's been pretty decent all year, so I, I like going back to him. Uh, the only, only other option I was considering is Case Keenum. 6,500, they came out today and said he's expected to start against the Dolphins. And Case Kim's not a great quarterback, but he's already had a couple of good fantasy days this year. And going up against the Dolphins, who have no pass rush, he should be able to have a pretty good day and pretty much pay off that price tag just because he's so cheap. Yeah, I think Cousins is an awful play, honestly. Um, and I don't like Diggs at all this week. I actually do like Thielen, but... I don't. I don't like Cousins at all. Um, I'd rather save a hundred bucks and go to Minshew um, against New Orleans. But I do like that Case Keenum call. Now that if he does play against that awful Miami team, you want to go? Um, you want to bet Cousins versus Minshew? Oh yeah, all day. What do you want? Bucks or whatever. How much? Twenty five, fifty. I don't care. Yeah, let's do fifty bucks. Uh, I Minshew will outscore Cousins on Fanduel. All right. Okay. Done. All right. I like it. I'm gonna write that down Let's right go, now. Turkey. Let's go, Kirky. I played Kirk and Cash on drafting last week, actually. It was hilarious. And he actually put up like twenty three and a half, so so he was good. Yeah, I mean he had a good game against the Giants who fucking suck. So Kirk the jerk, baby. <laughs> jerk himself off with Thielen in the middle. Um <laughs> all right, so uh, what about Bridgewater? Winning lineup last week at the Millie had Bridgewater at quarterback. Interested at all? I had some exposure to Bridgewater last week with Michael Thomas and Kamara stacks, and then I ran it back with Godwin, which is actually the the construction that the winning lineup had. Yeah, that was a good lineup. I don't think I'm going to play him this week. I think I'm just going to go pretty heavy on Kamara and let other people play Bridgewater. He's still got a decent price tag. Um, definitely not going to play him if Jalen Ramsey's back because then – He'll probably be able to neutralize Michael Thomas a little bit. Yeah, and I like. I'm not. I'm probably not going to play Teddy either. Like I said, I'm more of Minshew in that game. I do like the game itself at first stack, though. Especially if Ramsey doesn't play, then I really do like Michael Thomas. Um, but at 7,700, I like Kyler Murray. I like this Atlanta Arizona game for a stack as well. 
uh, fast-paced game. I think it's like the third fastest game on the slate this week. And uh, with the rushing yards that you could get from Murray and possible rushing touchdowns at 7,700, I do like uh, I do like Kyler Murray. Um, do you have any interest in him this week? I'm just not a big fan of Kyler Murray, mostly because so many other people are high on him, and he's always over-owned because of that. And a lot of fantasy analysts around are just, like, obsessed with the guy. And he really hasn't hit his ceiling yet because the Cardinals are settling for so many field goals. I know Murray saved his fantasy game last week because he had 90 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. But I don't think that's bankable every week. And he's just not cheap enough because I'd rather just go up to, to Watson or Mahomes or even Matt Ryan. And I think you'll have enough money this week where you, you could just get up to them and, and not have to spend down uh, to get Murray in there. I just think I think as the season goes on, the more games he plays, he's going to get more comfortable. And last week was an example with 10 rushes for 93 yards and a touchdown or whatever he had. And at 7,700, you save $1,000 plus instead of going from Mahomes and Watson at the top, which, yeah, they could probably just shoot out with each other. But you could save the $1,000, hit value with Murray, and get you know just as many points possible as Watson or uh, Mahomes. That's my that's my theory this week. I just think that against that shitty Atlanta defense that he could have another 100 yards rushing and a possible rushing touchdown. Yeah, I think he's pretty safe. I just don't think – I think if I'm pretty high on the Texans and Chiefs game, and I think both those quarterbacks have a realistic chance of 400 to 500 yards and four or five touchdowns, whereas I think – Tyler Murray will probably get you right around 20 points. So for me, it's just a ceiling thing. And if I want to save money, I'll probably go all the way down to key number cousins. Okay. Right, two other guys I want to talk about that I like are Lamar Jackson at home against Cincinnati. And I like Matt Ryan um, in that Atlanta, in that Arizona Atlanta game as well. On the other side, um, I think it's going to be a pretty high scoring game and fast paced game. I like to target the fast paced games. You get more plays, more chances to score points. Um, so those are two other options that I like. Going on to the running back position, you got Zeke up top with Delvin Cook, Kamara, Chubb, Ingram, Fournette, Carson, Gurley. Um, it's Kamara all day for me at the top here. Um, who's your number one running back this week? Yeah, I think you're really going to need to jam in Zeke and Kamara this week with no CMC and Barkley on the main slate. I know David Johnson's price is ridiculous on FanDuel. For some reason, he was like 90% owned in cash games, and for some reason, they didn't elevate his price tag this week. I know he's dealing with a back injury this week, so we'll have to pay attention to the injury report. If he doesn't play, Chase Edmonds would become a lock, but it was just really weird that FanDuel didn't elevate his price tag this week. Yeah, and my, I like David Johnson. I don't know why they don't raise his price tag. I mean, he's consistent. He gets catches out of the backfield. Um, 17 points last week, 17 points the week before, you know, 22 points. So he can definitely score. And as Arizona gets more comfortable in this offense, I think it's only going to benefit him and Kyler Murray going forward. Um, right below him at 6,800, Lev Bell. I like Bell now that Darnold's back behind center. Um, I think that was the missing piece for his fantasy value and all the Jets' fantasy value was that they didn't have a quarterback. 
Um, Bell's going to get a ton of catches out of the backfield. He's going to get a ton of targets. He's going to get um, a ton of carries, and he gets the volume with that Jets offense. And yeah, and Bell's going to be the chalk this week for sure. Um, I'd be more willing to eat the chalk on DraftKings just because it's a full PPR site. And I don't think we could really trust the Jets offense yet, so I, I might not play as much Bell on FanDuel. And I kind of like some of the other backs in the same price range as him. I think Todd Gurley is a good pick. The Niners have a good defense, but Gurley played 93% of the snaps last week, which is really good to see for his usage going forward. I think it's a good spot for the Rams coming off a Thursday game going up against the Niners who just played on Monday. And if you give McVay extra time to prepare, I think he's really going to know where to attack the Niners. And I think he's going to use Gurley in the passing game. He's going to get Robert Woods involved a little bit more because I know they've been going to Cooper Cup a lot. And uh, Gurley's always a good bet for, for a touchdown or two, so he's, he's too cheap on FanDuel. And then uh, I like Damian Williams, who got most of the opportunities with the Chiefs in his first game back. And as we talked about, I think that game's going to shoot out, so I think he's definitely got a good chance for a touchdown. And if I'm going real cheap and sneaky, I don't mind Kenyon Drake home against the Redskins. If they could keep it close, he should be out there. He should get 20 touches, and it's, it's a good matchup. What about the other side with either Chris Thompson or AP? Because Miami has the worst rush defense in the league. Um, and you got to think that points are going to be scored. They're going to run the ball. Adrian Peterson at 5,300. Oh, wow, he's 5,300? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even thought about him, but yeah, he's definitely viable at that price. It's just it comes down to who you think is going to win the game. I think, and I think if Keenum, I think if Keenum's playing, Washington probably squeaks it out. If he doesn't play, yeah. I could see Rosen having a good game and Miami getting their first win. Yeah, I mean, you can't really play Adrian Peterson in like two money lineups, but yeah, I, I think he's worth a, a sprinkle in some tournament lineups. Yeah, I mean, at 5,300, it's hard not to get him in a couple lineups. Um, also up top, I like Mark Ingram a lot this week against that Cincinnati awful defense. Um, I think he'll have a big game and find the end zone at least once, maybe twice. I don't like Todd Gurley. But, I mean, that Niners front just looks good. And I think they can stop Todd this week. And I think Bell maybe even Ingram have more points than Gurley this week. I'm trying to get another bet out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bell or who was the other one? Ingram. You take Bell versus Ingram or Gurley? Oh, yeah. I think both of them Uh, will score more than Gurley. I would probably lean more Ingram. I'm more confident in Ingram. But I I do think Bell gets in the end zone. I don't think Gurley – I think Gurley has an okay day, but I don't think he finds the end zone. Yeah, I'll take Gurley versus uh, Bell. Okay. I'm only going to do 25 for that one. All right. All right, 25. FanDuel points. Bell, more points than Gurley. Lock that one in, too. Um, And then another one, I got to ask you about it, Derrick Henry. 6,700 against an awful Denver defense. I think that's Tennessee's just – I think they're going to run the ball a ton going into Denver with that high altitude – um, and just kind of wear out, try and wear out that Denver defense. So I think Henry could get 20-plus carries. I just – I never play him just because he's he doesn't catch passes, and I'm not high on Tennessee in general. 
And I think for FanDuel, though, I mean, it's only half point PPR. So in DraftKings, I probably wouldn't play him. But in FanDuel, yeah. I mean, he's always got that potential to break that 70-yard touchdown run or well, catch a pass. You know, ever, there's one target out of the backfield that he breaks for 80 yards. I don't think he's ever really paid off his price tag if he doesn't get those long touchdowns. And on those long touchdowns, they seem to just be fluky plays where it's perfectly blocked and, and the defense is just kind of sleeping. And I, I don't really like to bet on those plays long term. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to sprinkle in some Henry, though, this week. I just if he, if he does get that big run, I don't want to miss out on that. Um, all right, so let's go to wide receiver. Up top, you got Julio, Hopkins, Thomas, Cooper, Cup. OBJ. I'm going to go to OBJ this week. I think he has a bounce back week. Um, and I think Cleveland has a bounce back week. They looked absolutely awful, got embarrassed on Monday night. Um, and I think that I think Cleveland could upset Seattle this week. And I think OBJ has a really good game. Yeah, I'd buy that. Uh, I think Cleveland is, uh, you know, they're hit or miss and everyone's down on the Browns. Nobody's going to want to roster them in DFS. The Browns opened up as a favorite, and they quickly got that down to Seattle, a favorite. So so the line moved like three points. So anytime that's the case, I look to buy back in. It's, I think it's a good spot for Odell. Squeaky wheel narrative. I think they're going to force him the ball. Definitely want the big guys up top, Julio, Hopkins. I'm going to be all in on Tyreek Hill if he's active. There's just no one on Houston that can stay in front of him. And to me, I'm not too worried about his injury because – it was kind of a weird injury and he's still been doing conditioning and he's been running routes. He's been practicing. It's just a matter of whether or not he can take the contact. So I'm not too worried about going back to him coming off an injury. It's not like he's dealing with an ankle or a knee. It's uh, it's kind of a weird injury there. So I'm not worried about him. Um, Tyler Lockett is way too cheap. Definitely going to go back to Will Fuller. He, he didn't get a big enough price hike. And as we see, he has a huge upside. Definitely want some Will Fuller in tournaments, especially in that projected shootout. Stefan Diggs, uh, talked about him a little bit. It's just a great matchup. I think they're going to try to get him going. Nicole Hardman, another speedster in the Chiefs game. Expecting a lot of long touchdowns. Well, I'm definitely going to be stacking up that game every way possible. Larry Fitzgerald, way too cheap. Another guy that was like 70% on in cash games. And for whatever reason, FanDuel's optimizer, whatever they run, didn't want to increase his price tag. And Atlanta actually gives up the second most fantasy points to slot receivers. And that's where Larry Fitzgerald pretty much plays all of his snaps. So he should be another nice play this week. The only other guy I was looking at is Calvin Ridley. Great matchup against the Cardinals. So... That's pretty much my wide receiver pool this week. Yeah, I, I even though we were mother effing Fitzgerald last week because he didn't do shit for us and we had a lot of shares of him, I'm going to go back to him as well. Uh, that stat you said about the slot receiver against Atlanta, too good to pass up, um, especially if Kirk is out again. And I think it's his only option is to throw it to Fitz. Um, I like Thielen this week. I like the matchup. Um Going down a little farther, I do like DJ Shark in that New Orleans-Jags game. I'm going to target that game this week. Um, DJ Shark and Minshew just have that chemistry on the field, and they've been getting better every single week, so I definitely want Hold to get... On. I got 
I got another bet for you. Okay. Stefan Diggs versus uh, Stefan Diggs versus DJ Shark. Oh my God, easy. That's an easy one. You sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, fifty bucks. Okay. <laughs> my God, I'm be sitting pretty. So you have Minshew to Shark, and I have Cousins to Diggs. Love it. Love it. All day. <laughs> All freaking day. Um, and then down a little farther at 6,400, Tyler Boyd, um, another, another target slot or another receiver to target in the slot, Tyler Boyd against Baltimore. They're awful at covering slot receiver slot receivers. And that's where Boyd has been lining up a lot of the time. Um, so I definitely want to get some of him at 6,400, uh, McLaren. Yeah, I don't understand who's making these prices at FanDuel because Tyler Boyd was another guy who was over 20% owned in cash games. And he was 6700 last week, and somehow he got a price decrease. And Baltimore's been getting killed in the slot, so that was another one I didn't understand. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, 23 points last week he put up, and they reduced his price, and even probably a better matchup next week because Baltimore's right. going to be putting up points, and they're going to have to throw the ball to catch up, and Tyler Boyd's probably going to get 14 targets. Yeah, somebody needs to get fired at FanDuel. <laughs> Maybe we should just take their job yeah. over. I like it. Um, and then McLaren down same price, 6,400. If Keenum plays, uh, hard not to target that Miami defense. So I think McLaren is also another lock right down there. Also with Lockett right there, but I'd probably rather play McLaren or Boyd, um, spend the extra hundred bucks. Um, and then going back to that Atlanta, Arizona game, Sanu 6,000. I like him. Uh, Marquise Brown, if he's healthy, I'm probably going to go back to that well again. We talked about fits. I do like Ridley. It's 5,500. Um, I might throw in a little D.D. Westbrook. Um, I just I don't know why I like this New Orleans Jags game to have a little high scoring. And I think people are going to be off it because it's a little slower pace game. But I think that both offenses should be able to put up points, drive down the field, get in the red zone. Um and have that big play potential. Um, and I think that's about as far down as I'll go with DD. Um, I'm I'm not liking anyone else down here, the 5,100 mark. So I think DD is the farthest I go down at 5,400. But there's a lot of value plays and wide receiver this week, which help you get up to pay for Mahomes and Watson if you want to put them in your lineup or Zeke and Kamara that you definitely want to get in your lineup. Um Anyone else you want to talk about a wide receiver? No, we could go to tight end. Do you think Tyreek, I mean, are you really going to go all in on Tyreek? Yeah, I just think he is way too cheap, and Houston has a terrible secondary, and especially if Sammy Watkins doesn't play, they need him out there. Yeah. And I just, I just haven't really, I haven't really thought of him at all just because he hasn't played in a while, and, you know, is it going to take him a game or two to kind of get his feet back underneath him? I don't know. That, that one's I'm going to monitor, see how he practices this week. If he does full practices on, like, Thursday and Friday, then, uh, yeah, I might I might have to consider a little more Tyreek Hill in the lineups. Yeah, definitely with that matchup, and he could blow up against against anybody, and he's just a perfect fit with Mahomes. So I'll, I'll definitely uh, – I'll probably even play him in cash and have a ton of exposure in tournaments. Okay. Uh, tight end position up top. You got Kelsey, Ertz, Kittle, Hooper, Andrews, and Disley. Um, I'm going right back to Arizona with Austin Hooper. Going to target the hell out of them. Um, and I also like Zach Ertz at 6,600 against that Minnesota defense. They're not very good against the tight end either. 
Um, so I think Ertz has uh, a pretty good game against Minnesota with, you know, Jeffrey probably being locked down and I'm not a huge fan of Aguilar anyways. Um, value at tight end. I don't really see it this week. I don't know how you feel. If you got any value, you're just going to pay up for Kelsey, Ertz, Kittle, Hooper, Andrews, Disley. Tight end. I'm playing three tight ends this week as of now. And I'm probably going to play 50% Kittle, 35% Kelsey, and 15% Zachers. No Hooper? You're not going to play any Austin Hooper? I'm probably going to fade him just because he's more expensive than Kittle, if I'm not mistaken. And he no, he's a hundred bucks. He's a hundred bucks cheaper on FanDuel, at least. I don't know. On, I don't know his price on DraftKings. Yeah, I just don't think he's really deserving to be in the same price range as Kittle and Ertz. He's had a good season and he's got a nice matchup, but the Falcons could easily decide to target the Cardinals in different areas because the Cardinals are really bad at defending every position. And I'm going to be taking shares of Julio and Ridley and even maybe a sprinkle of Devontae Freeman. So I'm just going to be banking on those guys to get the touchdowns instead of Hooper. And uh, I'm going to go all in on the, on the other three tight ends up top there. Yeah, I, I think my I think my three tight ends that I like this week are Ertz, Hooper, and Disley. Um, those are probably the three tight ends that I'm going to go. I, even though Kittle had a good week last week, he's just... He's just fucked me too much this season, and I just got to fade him. Um, and Kelsey is just really expensive at 7500 so I'd rather save the money. Definitely get want to get Ertz at 66 Hooper at 64 and then throw in some Disley at 6000 with a good matchup against Cleveland, who we saw last week, Kittle, you know, had his day against them, and I think Disley will do the same because I feel like Cleveland's going to put up some points, and uh, it's going to force Russell, Russell Wilson to throw the ball. So I could definitely see Disley getting in the end zone. Yeah, I think he's got a good chance to score. I just think his price tag's a little too much, and uh, Kittle and Ertz are way too cheap, and then Kelsey has the highest ceiling, so it's got to get shares there. All right, and then uh, on to defense. Always have a hard time with defense because um, I feel like you really got to hit on the defense for every week if you want to really you know, hit the hit the top spot prize for the GPPs. Um Dallas at top, Baltimore, Tennessee, Denver, Philly, L.A., Washington. So yeah, I mean, any of these really stick out to you? I'm probably going to take some Cowboys. I know they're the most expensive defense along with the Ravens, home against Cincinnati. Uh, the Redskins will probably be the chalk defense at only 4,200. They have a pretty good defensive line, and Miami has a terrible offensive line. If this is a game that, I mean, if Washington's going to win the game, this is the one. They just fired their coach, so they might have a little extra motivation. Miami's coming off the bye, too. And I just wonder, like, which team is going to try harder because I feel like they both might as well try to tank and get that number one pick. So it's almost like, who do you think is going to try harder? And I think it's probably Washington just because they just fired their coach and they, and they probably want to get off on the right track with the new coach. And just with that defensive line, versus offensive line mismatch. I think they're the defense I'd be most willing to to take at a decent price. I also don't mind Kansas City's defense. They're just too cheap. Deshaun Watson takes a ton of sacks. I expect Houston's going to score a ton of points, but anytime you could get a defense where you're going up against a lot of pass attempts, that's what you want because then there's more chances for sacks and turnovers and touchdowns. 
So even if Houston scores 30 points, it's definitely possible that Deshaun Watson takes multiple sacks and, and turns the ball over. So I'll probably have some Chiefs. And then also you could get the double dip with Chiefs defense and Tyree Kill. So if he returns a punt, you'll get points for Tyree Kill and the Chiefs defense. So that's, that's a good point. Nice to get. Yeah, I like that. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Um, I, I mean, who's your number one defense this week? If you know who, who you think you're going to be playing the most of? It's kind of too early in the week um, to decide. I don't. I don't know who I'm going to play in cash yet. I like the prices on Kansas City and Washington. I don't think Baltimore and Dallas are necessarily deserving of the top price defense. But yeah, there's really not too many viable defenses this week. So that's definitely a position where we'll have to do a deep dive a little bit more. I'll tell you one defense that I'm going to get some shares of are the Jets at 3,100. Home against Dallas. They haven't been that bad, honestly. Um, You know, they might give up a lot of points, but they'll get sacks, they'll get interceptions. You know, we saw Dak. He can definitely, you know, throw a couple picks. They've scored three defensive touchdowns already this season. Um, they've forced like four or five fumbles already. So I, I just think I think at thirty one hundred, I mean, you're really risking nothing, and all you need is like one defensive touchdown and maybe a sack or two, and you hit value. Yeah, that's definitely a good call. I, I don't mind paying down at defense just because it's such a a variant position and a lot can happen. So you might as well pay down. Yeah, I don't know who my top defense is going to be yet this week. So, um, you know, pay attention to our social media and stuff. We'll we'll talk about it. But for value, I, I think the Jets are just right here at the bottom, too cheap. I'm not, especially if, um, uh, what's his name's out for Dallas, the offensive lineman Smith. If he's out, then I really like the Jets a lot. Um, it's probably looking like he's going to play. But if he has a setback or something this week, um, I might get a lot more of the Jets than I'm talking about right now. But yeah, defense is going to be tough this week. Um, we'll monitor as the week goes on and probably post on our social media who we like. If you guys have any questions, uh, let us know and um, we'll answer them for you and help you out. So last man standing, survivor pick. This was a tough one for Tyler and I. We debated for a couple days and we went back and forth. Um, it's getting tougher because you got less teams to use um teams are on the bye um you know you kind of want to plan out for the rest of the season but you also want to make it to next week so you want to take the best team we ended up going with the packers uh home monday night against the lions but i mean we talked about the falcons we talked about kansas city we talked about um who else the rams at home against the Niners, yeah. and we ultimately, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it, for me, it was just Aaron Rodgers at home Monday night against the Lions, who he's had great success against. Um, they can't, Coming off a big win against Dallas, um, I, I don't know. The Chiefs, the Chiefs were our second runner-up, I'd say, but with all their banged-up guys and Tyreek's first game back, um, there's a better option for them down a couple weeks down the road. Um, and they're going up against Houston who can play, you know, who can put up just as many points as the chiefs can. 
you know, both defenses suck, but they can put up just as many points. Um, so ultimately, we we went with the Packers. Uh, I mean, how are you feeling about it right now, now that we're on the radio or on podcasts? <laughs> yeah, this week was really tough. We are just waiting on so much, so much injury news. We want to know if Devontae Adams is going to play because that's obviously a big factor. Mahomes is dealing with an ankle injury. Sammy Watkins, hamstring. Chris Jones, groin injury. Tyree Kill, still questionable. So we we need to submit our pick by tonight at 7 p.m. So we don't have all this information yet. And we already used a bunch of the top teams like New England, Baltimore, Chargers, Cowboys, some of the best options this week. So it was a really difficult week. That, uh, and that's what makes it harder, too, is that we have to submit it by tonight at 7 o'clock in eight minutes. You know, I mean, it's just we don't have the full injury report for the week. And, you know, who's practicing, who's not, you know, is Devontae going to be out? How is Tyreek look? Um, Is Mahomes healthy? And it's just because this is such a big league. I mean, there's there's 12,000 people in this last man standing. It's huge. I mean, the pot is almost three hundred thousand dollars to the winner if you are the last man standing. So, um, you know, they make it Wednesday night. You got to send your pick in, and it's just, it makes it tough. Yeah, and I was a little skeptical on Green Bay just because they're, they're riding high right now. They're, they're playing well. And I don't think Devontae Adams is going to be back just based off some of the reports I read. Normally, the turf toe is a multi-week injury. But Nick convinced me that we'll stick with the pack. My top pick as the day went on became the Rams just with all the injuries that the Niners are dealing with. Uh, they lost Joe Staley, their left tackle, the broken fibula a couple weeks ago. And then the rookie that they drafted, I think in the first or second round, McGlinty or something like that. He's dealing with a multi-week injury too. So now they're going to be like on their third string left tackle going up against Aaron Donald. And they lost their fullback, Kyle Juszczyk. Yeah, that's and a huge loss. I talked, about, I talked about how the Rams are coming off a of Thursday, Niners are coming off a of Monday, so, so that's extra rest for the Rams. Fuck, I forgot uh, about I, I forgot about Juszczyk being injured. You're absolutely right. And you know what sucks is that I did say on Monday that I like the Rams, and you said no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I saw a stat, teams that play Thursday – um, that play Sunday the next week are seven and one against the spread and seven and one straight up. So that was another good trend. So I, I think the Rams are going to win that one. So hopefully Green Bay can get us to the next week, and we're not kicking ourselves. But it was it was a really uh, difficult decision. Yeah, this week for sure. it was. All right, so let's get to our bets real quick before we get out of here. Um, what's the teaser or the bets you're um, we're going to give out this week? Yeah, so the teaser started off good for the season. The last couple of weeks, we've kind of got screwed. Going to go back to the 10-point teaser this week. Feel really good about it. Uh, Five-star bet for sure. I'm, I'm betting uh, quite a bit of money on this one. We're going to tease the Patriots down to minus six. Don't think there's any way that they don't crush the Giants tomorrow night. Um, I mean, it's going to be a bloodbath. It's in New England. There's going to be weather. Giants are on all the backups. Falcons plus seven and a half is the other one. I just, the Falcons aren't a great team, but neither are the Cardinals. And I think the Falcons are going to be desperate to get a win. And even if they lose, I don't think it's going to be by more than a touchdown. So I'm very confident in the Falcons plus seven and a half. The last one is the Chargers plus three and a half. This one I just did because 
I listened to a, a doctor talk about the uh, the Mason Rudolph injury, and, and they were saying that you know he was hospitalized, so chances are he's he's. I know he practiced today, but he's got to clear the concussion protocol, and, and I doubt they're going to throw him back out there. So the Steelers will be on their third string quarterback going up against a desperate Chargers team, and I'm getting plus three and a half of the Chargers. So. So that's what teaser we're rolling with this week. So pretty good about that one. Yeah, I like the Patriots pick. Um, a couple other games I like are the over in the Rams Niners game and the over in the Jacksonville New Orleans. And I also like um, Baltimore with the points in a teaser. If a 10, 10 point <laughs> teaser, if you buy them down, um, I think Baltimore is just going to be all over since he at home. So those are three games that I also like on top of uh, New England just probably going to destroy. Um, the Giants tonight when you're listening to this pod. Um, all right, anything else before we get out of here? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, kind of, you know, we've had a couple weeks here where we're just like right around even, whether we're winning small or losing small. So we're, we're looking at that big week like we did in week one and kind of jumpstart the season. But just hang tight, trust the process, keep keep doing what we're saying, and uh, eventually we're going to hit a big week here. So. So good luck in week six. Yeah, good luck. This is the week. Uh, we're going to crush it this week. Um, Tyler, enjoy your dinner, and I'll talk to you later, bud. Everyone, take care. Have a good week, and uh, we're out. We'll